Good people of Los Angeles, tonight on the FCFC pod, Josh, Slim, and Dweez travel to Bank of California Stadium. We're and we talk to a bunch of our friends. We talk to Fern, we talk to Mark, we talk to Lindsay, we talk to Rafa, we talk to Rich, we talk to Mark Anthony K. we talk to the coach of USC whose name is? Kadani McAlpine. Kadani McAlpine. And he was a gentleman. We watched two Los Angeles-based teams win two games against two Florida teams. All those people who flew from down there in the panhandle. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight's a little different. We are coming at you from the Bank of California Stadium. There is a live band from USC ablazing. Uh, we do have the cheer, the, the crowd going, um, and as per usual, I do have a potty mouth. I do intend to use it. So if you're around children or in a workplace where you feel like you shouldn't hear profanity, don't listen. Fuck! Not all arguments about NWSL coming to L.A. are uh, PG, so deal with that. Enjoy the pod. Any last words? Yeah, bitch, I'm tired of doing this. <laughs> FCFC. Welcome to the FCFC pod, where two scholars and a dickhead look at the world through a black and gold tinted lens. Tonight, we're coming at you live from the Bank of California for Battle at the Bank. Um, Josh just put a cigarette burn on his new button-up leopard shirt, so he's a little upset. He didn't get to wear any of this to the tailgate, the luau tailgate, so he's wearing it now. We're here with Lindsay Ivins. We're here at the at, at the at the USC game, USC Florida game, Battle of the Bank, and we're just asking you your thoughts on the first half. We have some great supporters here, some great fans here. We have the band, the USC March Band here. What's it feel like to see women's soccer here in the bank? Oh my God, I love it. This is what we could have here if we have our NWSL team. We need this. These women are fierce. They're fierce. They're going after it hard. This is, this is what we've needed here. We need to see more of this in the bank. So, first game ended 2-1, UCLA against Florida State. This game is 2-1 now, halftime. We've got another 45 coming up. Um, what do you think of the turnout? Like, the point-wise or, or fan-wise? How it feels here. Oh, I mean, I, I, you know, everybody hates on the brass, but, I mean, the band is a nice touch, guys. Everybody hates I'm, on the brass. I'm not, I'm not hating on it too much tonight, but, no, everybody's here. We're, we're in it. Everybody's just on the edge of their seats, it feels like, which is weird because usually we're in the north end, so we don't have seats. Yo, Slim, <laughs> what do you think about all this? Um, this is great, man. I'm just out here supporting women's soccer. Uh, Lindsay leading the charge. Yeah! We got uh, new flags. Oh, yeah, we do. We got new flags specifically for tonight? We do. 
Yeah, we have we have two news just support women's soccer banners. Nice. We're about to get them signed at the end of the match, yes, too. we're so. getting them signed by our USC players at the end, and hopefully we'll get a picture with all the lady winners, because we know they're going to win this game, with all of our banners, because they deserve it. We got Fernando in the building. Yo, Fern. Don't talk to me, man. It's been how many months? Y'all ain't had me on the podcast. <laughs> I'm mad at all y'all. Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. No, Fern, this is about women's soccer. This isn't about podcasts. Oh, I'm sorry. All right, what's up? <laughs> what do you think so far of, of this evening, of this event, of this occasion? Uh, it's solid. You know, I've always uh, wanted the sport to grow in every way imaginable. That includes women's soccer. So it's really cool to have the women here playing at Bank of California Stadium, which is a, a world-class football environment, and hopefully it happens more often. Do you think that the best goal of the night that you've seen was that last goal by Florida, though? No. Uh, I, only wrote for, I only wrote for local, local goals. So, uh, okay. Yeah. Local goals only. Ooh, there's a shirt for you. <laughs> local goals only. <laughs> local goals. We've got another 45 minutes of action coming. It's a, it's a crazy night here. It's a good night. It's a Thursday night, and Josh is wearing his... What kind of hat is that? How do we describe that hat? It's a USC straw hat. Um, this is very much SEC style, but I'm happy with it right now. It's good. SEC style? What does that mean? This is like the Southern Football Conference kind of style. You know, you oh, wear the large okay. hat, sun hat over here. But we're out here fighting on for SC, and we love it, man. This is... Uh, your your host Slim Dweez and I are out here supporting um, women's football here at the bank, and I'm having a great time. Honestly, like it's not even like party line stuff. Like we're just like having a great time just watching this game. Man. No, but you told me when we were sitting down, you're like, is the only difference between like this and you know watching these other versions is is it the stage? Is the stage the thing that makes it good? That might be it, you know. And I think women's soccer, there's the the stage is. Um, the, the fields they end up putting them on is actually quite too small for them, but like here at the bank with the lights all on, I think it's a really beautiful sight. And the way that they, um, like the football is beautiful, regardless. Like it's just, they're playing great football. We're watching the SC women dominate 2-1 right now against Florida. And um, we're just we're just watching a spectacle, you know? And maybe it is a spectacle here, but it's uh, we're, we're hyped to be here. You know, we're hyped to be here supporting women's soccer. And um, we got Linz. Linz is intense with the four-time World Cup champions over here. Ooh. She's wearing She's wearing a tank. She's walking off. She's the, she's the lady of the hour. But um, no, it's been a, it's been a great time, man. Seeing all the young girls out here, like little kids who are out here just watching Creepy. teams. No. <laughs> but seeing how empowering and encouraging this is is incredible. Yeah, we're just out here trying to foreshadow getting the NWSL out here. Lance, uh, give us a little bit NWSL talk. What, what, what are we talking about right here? What does this mean for to, to have a first women's game at the bank? I mean, I think this is just a preview of what our future LAFC women's team is going to look like. Yes. These, the, the women out here right now, those are the women who could feed into that LAFC team when we have it. Not if we have it, when we have it. Yeah. And the caliber of play that we see out here today... It's only gonna get better from here. I think we gotta get. I think we gotta get Gil and his daughter on. Gil, quick impromptu shotgun podcast. Okay. FCFC here. We got young Adeline. Adeline. Addy, what do you think of this game? 
<laughs> Addie just looked at the microphone like it was a something that comes out of an animal. So uh, we're gonna let Adeline just enjoy the game because she's been enjoying it all day. But Gil, what is it? What's it like for you? Have you? Did you come to the women's game here, the U.S. women's game? No, this is actually my first time at an all women's game ever. So yeah, never had a chance to, and I figured, you know, I have my little one, and uh, why not? You know, let's, does she, let's does get she her. play at all? Does she? she we play in the house all day, every day, and uh, every morning, if uh, when I go to work, if she gets up early enough, she'll pull me aside and Daddy, don't go, don't go to work. Let's play soccer first. She wants to play soccer, and to her, soccer just means kick the ball. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. We love that. We love that. So we got. <laughs> I mean, she's getting, she's getting wild out here. You know what? It's not that different from the people in the north thing. You know? No, it's not. <laughs> um, man. We got Amy over here, too. We got Amy. Ch- Amy. Ch- we're, we're recording a pod right now. We're recording an impromptu podcast right now. I'm here. I know. A- Amy's a, a pod pro now. Yes, she was uh, recently on Shoulder to Shoulder, right? Yeah, we were on Shoulder to Shoulder. Shout we have our own pod, Center Mid Chicks. Nice, nice. Yeah, all and about who, the NWSL. Who's this? This is Malia, my two-and-a-half-year-old daughter. What's up, Malia? Malia. <laughs> Malia's busy. Right? Malia, are you having fun tonight? Yeah. Everyone, every time I put the microphone slash phone next to a child, they're like, what is this thing? Get it away from me. Now I know how adults really feel. Um, yeah, did you come to the U.S. Women's, women's game? The U.S. national team game here at the bank? They played a friendly against no, Belgium? No. no, we weren't here for that. No, so this is your we first time seeing that. women take the field here? Yeah, it is. It is. First how, time seeing the women at the bank. What's it, what's it like? How cool? It's fantastic. They're playing really aggressively, which I love. Yeah. yeah. I like how aggressive they're playing, and the refs are letting them play. Okay. Yeah. Let the girls play. That's right. That's what we say. That's the anthem. Um, great. Well, let's get back to you guys after the end of the first second half. Second half. Yes, sir. We'll be back. FCFC. We're back, FCFC pod, here in Bank of California Stadium. We got a little 3-1 action, 73rd minute, USC over Florida right now. And we happen to find one of our our homies in the building. Number 14, midfielder Mark Anthony K. What's up, Mac? How are you guys? It's cool to interview you in not such a formal setting. Yeah, it's nice, man. I'm super chills right now, so I don't know what kind of information you'll get out of me, but it'll be cool. <laughs> so, I mean, first of all, how does it feel to, like, watch this game, see these girls ripping it up on the pitch that you usually play on? As yeah. an L.A. local now, dude. Yeah, no, it's, it's honestly, it's really cool. Like, we are very fortunate that we get to call this place home, so mm. the fact that these girls can get a little taste of what we get most weekends, it's, it's you know, it's surreal for them, and I'm enjoying it. The, the, the competition level is very good, so, yeah, I, I was happy that I came. So, like, the big floating around question, and it was on one of our last podcasts, is like, okay, NWSL, it's growing. We've seen what happens in Portland, some of those games there. We're all curious, like, what it would look like in L.A. What do you think, like, NWSL would look like in Los Angeles? I think it would be great. I also think that because Portland has such a good organization, why not we jump in on that, too, and create that long-standing rivalry forever? Yeah, man. You know? But, uh, no, honestly, I think it's amazing, and it's going in the right direction, I think L.A., we need to get a part of it because people would love to come here and people would really support the team and it would just change the landscape of uh, 
football for women in, in America. Yeah, yeah. Josh, don't you think LAFC kind of messes up if they don't get on the NWSL train? I mean, that's what I'm saying, though. It's good. I know Richard Oscar's with an earshot, so he knows. <laughs> no, I was talking to Rich about it earlier, and I, don't, I know he wouldn't mind me saying, like, you know, there's some complicated things you got to get sure. through, and I get that. Yeah. But don't you, don't you guys think that it was Absolutely. probably some complicated things to get through when MLS first started? Hell for yeah, sure. Dude. For sure. And it you took know, some leaps? Yeah, and, you know, there's there's different things, obviously, with the, the idea of an MLS club where, you know, you can generate a decent amount of revenue to yeah, make yeah, back yeah. on all the, the hard work you put in it. So, you know, for ownership, they need to really be confident that it's the right decision at the right yeah. moment. So yeah. I feel like people are for it, but there's a time and place for everything. So yeah. I'm sure they'll, they'll figure it out. Like, Mac, you running for president or something? That was a very <laughs> awesome, diplomatic, politically awesome, awesome. No, no, no. But, but uh, like, you know, being real about it, like, to me, you've got half of the population, perhaps more than half of the population, not just MLS, but LAFC games. You want to see those avatars. We used to talk about that with Korean players, right? You want to see people who are like you on the pitch. Yeah. And for women to be able to no see other women. No one in the midfield, women, though. No one in the midfield. <laughs> but, we got it. No, but, but for women to see other women on the pitch is important, <laughs> don't you think? Go on. No, no, no. Bring it in, Slim. Bring it what, in. What are, we, what are we discussing here? We're just talking about NWSL in LA. I... Bring it. <laughs> oh, shit. Also, so, like, the, the, the floating around questions are like, okay, so, like, all right, look, we got, we got young girls here checking it out. They love playing the game just the same as the, the guys do. Slim, if NWSL has a team in L.A., whether or not it's associated with LAFC, would you go? As long as it's not associated with the Galaxy. <laughs> That's a good answer. And if it is associated with LAFC, would you go... Like you go to LAFC games. Yeah, I don't think Lindsay would let us go without going the way we would go to LAFC games. So basically, you'd have the North End. You'd have what Portland has—the the Thorns yeah. situation with the Timbers Army. Might make us sing on key for the NWSL matches, um, but other than that, it might be the, it'll be, be the same. Yeah. I think that between the four of us, all of us are in favor of of having it come. But I have to be honest with myself. This is the first women's game. I've ever been to. Yeah, really. yeah. yeah it's, yeah. it's, it's a big same deal. with you. My yeah. my first one was actually earlier this year. It was the U.S. I think they were playing Belgium. Yeah, the one Belgium. here, right? Yeah, yeah, it was here, and I never realized how much of an impact they have on on young girls who are playing the game. And it was crazy. Like it, the the atmosphere was very lively, and it was different than an MLS game. The, it was more high pitch, right. the screaming, <laughs> and then you realize, oh my God! Like so many people really love this game and want to be a part of it. So I think in order for that game to continue to grow, you need to have more clubs spread out within the United States to give these young girls opportunities to look forward to something. Okay. I immediately regretted not going to the U.S. Women's game. Like I was at my dude, I was at my house. I can walk yeah. to the stadium yeah. from my house, and I turned it on. I was like, why didn't I go to that? Like, how did I fuck up? You. Did you feel the same way? Yeah, I, I missed it. I, I, I was really regretting it the whole time. Mac, one last question. One last question. You say down in faith here. When LAFC gets their women's team, which jersey, which women's jersey are you wearing on your back? What, who do you want to see first as a DP, as a as a first player for, for if it LAFC? Happened, if it happened, yeah, if it happened quickly. If like, it happened if it like the next two years. Yeah, yeah, tomorrow. Let's go tomorrow. Let's go. You know, I'd have to say probably Martha. You know, she's Woo! been... Uh, you know, a 
big person, influential wow. person within the game for, yeah, yeah. for women. And I think the way she ended off her, her you know, her bow at, at the World Cup yeah, and just yeah. her message to the young girls of Brazil, I think it was, it was really heartfelt and it touched everyone, you know, that's even incredible. if you don't watch the sport. So um, I think that's just someone who could be an ambassador in the future. And that's someone I think you definitely need to have at your club. Slim, who's, who's, whose jersey would you wear? I love you, Alex Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Alex Morgan made the tea joke, so I'm all about the tea, Yo, the tea moment. Just saying, like, fuck the football. I just, I just love you. Yo, but her, I think no, her husband or boyfriend plays for the Galaxy, right? Yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I would probably go with Rapino though. Well, who would you go? You, you probably have a South Korean player like up your sleeve right now that you're about to drop on me. Imina, you are my wife. But also, she, I love Kristen Press. No, no, she's uh, another another chick. But okay. I love this, man. We're going to get the best of the world here in L.A. And you heard it here first. Martha, yeah. Brazil, yeah. LAFC. Martha, bro. That's a big ass. Ooh, that's a good yeah. one, dude. We'll be back for segment three after this match is over. Only ten more minutes. Slim, how are you feeling, bro? I'm good. I just I actually had to pee. That's why I saw you guys recording. <laughs> um, hey. They, they, I was like two seats away. Thanks for inviting me to the session, Josh. Um, and it was kind of impromptu. Yeah, it, was, it was impromptu. Yeah, it was no, 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 it's cool. It's cool. You guys got rid of me for one episode. And you guys just slowly trying to <laughs> trickle me out. Expendable members. It's cool, man. We're cool. actively trying to get. Hey, in the FCFC universe, nothing is planned. And we'll be back with you guys for segment three. Peace. We aren't planning anything. It's after we win the. FCFC pod. It's the end of the uh, end of regulation. The band's going off. Victory formation. Um, it's a beautiful night at the bank, man. Sue, what do you think of all this? About what? All of it. I think it's amazing. The first thing that comes to mind when you see Josh holding the Megan Rapinoe-inspired Statue Ma- of Liberty. Majestic as AF. Majestic AF. Yeah. Rich. Yeah. Quickly for the FCFC pod. I love How FCFC. Was tonight? tonight? <laughs> yeah. Tonight, the dream started. The dream started. His eyes are as big as saucers right now, people, because he's excited. Slim. Well, we've got Josh's hat. He's got photos being taken on the field. Mm-hmm. The Megan Rapinoe Statue of Liberty. The Rich Roscoe saying, tonight the dream started. Uh-huh. What do you think that all means? Um, I think that this is, we're trying to bring women's soccer and the love of the game to L.A. Um, if Rich says this is the beginning, then it's the beginning. The night the dream started. The night the dream started. The night the dream started. Rafa! How are you? Come over here. Rafa, let's talk about women's soccer. Yeah. It, how many women's games have you ever been to? I was honest, and I have to admit, this is my very first ever all-women's contest. Very first women's contest. I saw games at LMU, but this was the first time I came, like, as an event. Man, I don't know if I have a count, because um, when I was at uh, Pasadena City College, you know, the women's team would play there every now and then. I'd just take my lunch break and watch them. Officially, like, in a stadium seen the U.S. women's national team twice, and then now this game here. Mm. Uh, 
And like, this was a good night. I mean, these are a lot of these are really top teams in the country too. Florida State was ranked number one. Mm-hmm. UCLA upset them; they were number two. And USC is number five. So, you know, we had a we had a pretty high quality match. These girls can really play. And like all women's sports, like the the big criticism is usually like, oh, it's not as good as the men. Why don't I just watch the men? But like tonight, like I remember in the first half where there was like some one touch football going on between between what are like you know amateur players playing in college that is like was phenomenal ball movement you're looking at like the coach seems to have the team set up with great tactics we've saw two or three good goals tonight like do you think that there would be any issues getting a draw from like the north end if if for instance lafc made a nwsl team oh no i think we'd be here again doing it all over i think there's a lot of people just they'd like any excuse to be at the bank yeah but but definitely as far as the quality of football i mean these, these girls are technically and tactically sound, man, for mm. sure. Slim, do you think, do you think after, because you weren't there for the whole Mark and Lindsay episode, do you think after, we got, we got a victory scream here, mm-hmm. do you think after being here and imagining the whole North End behind me full, do you think that it could be comparable to LAFC games in terms of atmosphere? I mean, as far as the North End goes, uh, like Rafa said, the 3252 are just looking for more reasons to be here. Um, you know, we got Gil looking creepy in the back. He'll be one of the people leading the charge. <laughs> yeah, he will. Um, but yeah, man, I, I was so happy. If, yeah, I don't see why not. With how the 3252 rolls, the passion we have for the game, if uh, the ladies are out here to represent LA and represent us, then yeah. we'll be here to support them. The um, you know the, the night that USA played Belgium here. Did you go? Yes, I was there, and and it was uh, the Barra Brava debut and um, an American Outlaws. Oh, Barra Brava seventy six. Barra Brava style support for the US national team, known as Barra seventy six. Thank you. You know what it is. You already know what it is. <laughs> yeah, when Barra seventy six made their debut. <laughs> 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 had a long week, man. True, true. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, it, to me it wasn't, you know, doesn't wasn't much. But to a lot of people talking to them after the game, like the support they had that night was unbelievable. And it was, what was it, seven one, seven two or something? What, what, this is yeah, a crazy. It was a, it was a, yeah, it was it was a was, blowout. Right? It was a route. And you saw the players like get psyched like that night. I remember I didn't go. I was just I was just telling those guys I didn't go to that game but watching on TV I'm like, damn I should have gone because the atmosphere was on point. So Julie Foudy after the game was just was just commending us for mm-hmm. the atmosphere. She said at times she wanted to stop the broadcast and just enjoy. Right. Just enjoy what we had created. And so if we could do that with just a handful of the thirty two fifty two, imagine what the impact we'd make if the whole if the whole group was here. I'm all for it. Yeah. The day they announce it, I'm gonna get my, my, my deposit. And uh, right. it's something we've been missing for, for years in LA. Well to me it seems like the big gap is is like funding and all you need is one owner to take a chance, the way that same owners took a chance with MLS Mark, who is now here. What do you think, man? Like this was pretty cool seeing these two teams go at it, seeing the two teams before that went at it, like, obviously, Rich said the night the dream was born, 
for NWSL in LA t- tonight. What do you think? Like, it's a good. Uh, what, we a, talked about this at length the other 65 degree night Thursday night in in the heart of it, Los Angeles. You know, it's a prime prime time to give birth to a new uh, new movement and, and hopefully inspire a lot. We have a few little youngsters running around the, the field right now. You know that uh, somebody was taking pictures of them watching very diligently and saying, you know, these these could be the future starters on on the uh, the LAFC Feminile or Fems or I mean, whatever you want to call it. There's just a look of joy on that face right now that I can't <laughs> convey through the audio, but if you're seeing what we're seeing and you heard some of the high-pitched screams that we heard tonight, it, I don't know, it's... It seems like a no-brainer to me. I get that the financial part and the business part is probably tricky, and I'm not the one that has to sign checks, but, like, but it, we're would, the just, ones, it would the... just take an owner, right, like, that right. believed. And it seems like... NASL is kind of a mess, though. Or NWSL, sorry. NWSL is... NWSL is kind of... You know, they don't have quite things together, unfortunately, right now. It makes it harder, right? It's not as, it's not as easy as you would think. You'd think it'd be pretty cut and dry to get, to, to get an L.A. team here. But unfortunately, it isn't. Well, however, whoever runs it, and whether it's the current existing league or some version of like, you know, something that was more involved with MLS, I think like it's it's almost ridiculous to me. Southern California being what it is and having the teams that they have at the collegiate level, at all these levels, that there's not there's not someone who's stepping up. So if you're out there, you're listening to this pod, Mark. What's the message? The message is support the growth and support of women's professional football. It's here. There's a, there's a fan base ready and willing and hungry to continue to see black and gold under, under the lights of the Bank of California and also just in general um, in the Southwest. Right. And, I mean, as someone from the outside looking in, wouldn't it be cool to have players from Barcelona, from Lyon, from Arsenal, from Man City who wanted to come f- play in that team in L.A. because they were, like, the best women's club team in the world, the way that, like, the women's national team has been the Couldn't – aren't we still in the stage right now? Isn't this the right window? Like, we're not too late? Because if we wait and the, that L.A. team doesn't come – those teams are going to be the teams and the young girls from Southern California are going to have to go play in Europe if they want to play with the best in the world correct because it seems like the the other uh, teams in like Europe or even like we I just had a good conversation with the LAFC supporter from Australia and he was describing about how the the way the A-League is set up and and how they actually need to have uh, support or established a, a women's team and those kind of things and so you see the lengths that some of the other leagues are going into furnishing and, and supporting not just the men's team but the women's team it shows you that we're already behind yeah Uh, and like you said sooner or later we're going to start losing the race yeah and I mean part of me feels like you know I get it with when you look at things like WNBA and other women's sports maybe there's there's some struggle with making the business side of it work but a big part of me feels like 20 years from now we're all going to be like wasn't that crazy that we were even talking about the NWSL in those terms wasn't it crazy that we didn't consider half of the population's you know involvement in this wasn't it crazy that we had the best national team in the world and we thought we couldn't make club work right 
Don't you think so? Of course. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's ridiculous to think that we, we currently have the, the four-time champion um, U.S. women's team that have to continue to pitch the idea of supporting your, your local teams, you know, whereas any other league or, or division where the, you have championships uh, caliber teams, they would just automatically have that support outside of that, that sphere, you know, and it would be built in in the community. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a, it's, uh, you know, it's a symbol of, uh, of the status of America or what, or what have you, or I'm not, I'm not sure, yeah, but yeah, yeah no, it's no, not, no, it's no. not I, I get that. But it definitely feels like time, a little bit. The next little, little, little few years window would be the right time to do it, right? I think it, I think the time is right now, yeah. And I know Especially. that, I know that LAFC is new and things are new here and it might be difficult to try to like manage tenants in the stadium and you got concerts and you got all these things, but you sort of feel like, hmm. You're going to be on the wrong side of history if you don't do this. Well, last time I was on your podcast, we mentioned how LAFC started in a World Cup year. I mean, are we going to have to wait for the next Women's World Cup year to start up, you know? And would that add, detract from the hype? Mm -hmm. I mean, I think the time is now, ripe with this women's team um, and and just coming off this World Cup and, and... how they've put themselves in the media spotlight, I think the time to strike is right now. Yeah. Well, I think we're going to see what's going to happen. Thank you, boys. And as we wrap up tonight, Josh, are you going over for the photo? Yeah, I'm just going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get this. FCFC, live on the field, taking the photo. Taking the photo. Starting the mission to bring NWSL to LA. We know our team's right here. Our team is right here. So we want you guys to help us make this happen. So we brought some of our banners today that we're sporting in the North End for our LAFC matches. And we'd love it if you guys could take a picture with our battle at the big behind you. And we'll share this. This is Lindsay addressing the the USC women after they won 3-1. We got all kinds of stuff here. Slim, Coda, it's special. A special moment, don't you think? Yeah, man. Um, you know, just just showing these these young women that we are here to support them uh, in what they love, their passion, this game, uh, and to represent the city of LA. And it's dope, man. Uh, Lindsay being able to speak to them, uh, get them pumped up for what what you know, the future that we could help pay for them. That's Josh screaming fight on as he takes photos. Just so fucking big. Josh Josh has the straw hat. He's bending over. I'm gonna I'm gonna just keep recording this uh, this moment. It's a historic moment. The night the dream was born. FCFC Pod live on the pitch on pitch side. Josh, what do you think? You just you just helped organize orchestrate what could be a historic photo. The first time the NWSL yeah. sign was on Bank of California Stadium yeah. turf. Yeah. Um, you know, it's 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 one thing when we do it as supporters, but it's another thing when the players hold it up. And I think we've been seeing that across the league the entire season. And um, 
Man, it's progress, man. There's no way this thing can't be done because if the players are feeling it, if the people actually affected are feeling it, then um, this is going to happen, man. This is going to happen. NWC to LA. Let's go. Let's wait. Let's see. So, coach, 3-1 victors tonight here, standing on the on the mid-pitch area of Bank of California Stadium. Um, you just met some of the LFC supporters, Mark and Lindsay. They've yeah. really been leading the charge for bringing NWSL to L.A. Like, as someone who coaches both in this sport, in this city, and, and obviously with the women, um, what do you think bringing an NWSL team would mean for L.A., and do you think it would work? It would definitely work. That's not even a question. The number of mm -hmm. players that come out of Southern California by itself mm -hmm. um, that are all across the league, that are overseas, that are playing well, um, it would definitely work. All those players would love to play at home. They'd love to play here. I mean, the weather's great. This facility's great. Yes, um, so you, when, you, when you talk about the game, it would provide opportunity for more women to play. It would provide opportunity for more young girls to, to have their heroes right here in front of them. And that's the thing that we need. We need to continue to grow that kind of energy and that kind of uh, passion for the game with the young girls to continue to grow the game because they got to watch it. They've got to see it up close and personal. They got to feel it. We were able to take the group to to uh, the World Cup this year, and for them to, to, to feel it and have that emotion behind yeah, it, yeah. something that they would love to do one day. It's the same thing that we've got to do for the next the next level of players, the next group of players. And have you been here for an LAFC game yet? Almost oh, definitely. I'm a season okay. ticket holder. Oh, so there on. it is. So I mean, can you can you can you talk at all about like seeing what it would be like to to have the North End like the, alive the way it is. During LAFC games, the way it is, you know, seeing a Marth Anthony K move the ball down the field and and have that for a women's team. Like, can you talk about the atmosphere and what you think, like this arena and the and the supporters could bring? Well, let's let's just be real. Footballers are footballers, and, and so the energy that you get from the, the 3252, the energy that provides to the stadium, it's, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it, and and it's it's as a player when you step out on the field and you have that kind of energy, you play harder, you play faster, you go, you every, everything you moves games. better. You win you games. Records. Absolutely. Right? And and you just look at the way they play. And even going behind two the other day and then coming back and yeah. having that energy. The, the fans carried them. They, mm -hmm. pushed them. they pushed them forward again. Not that they couldn't do it on their own, but that kind of energy, that kind of support only makes it better and only makes the games better. Everybody would love to play in front of this. Mm -hmm. And as far as, like, the growth in the league, like, being L.A. being what it is and the hot pot that it is for players, like you mentioned, now it's become kind of a hot pot for culture for this. Yeah. And people look at the 3215 and they're like, oh, my God, that's, that's incredible. And bringing some of that energy to NWSL, you know, do you feel like it would help just even elevate the league and, and have maybe some of these players that are eventually going to play for the U.S. national team kind of kind of want to stay here, not go play in Europe, the league that's growing quickly? Uh, I, I think if you look at just the, what it's done in the MLS alone, the fandom, the people getting behind it, um, you know, our, our country has more and more people that are soccer people, whether it's because they play FIFA, whether they play themselves or whatnot. We've got more people that are getting behind the game. It definitely would grow the game. It would definitely want to keep people here. Everybody wants to be uh, a part of something that's as exciting and, and energetic as this. Um, and and I, I don't see any reason why um, the NWSL wouldn't be benefited by having a team with that kind of energy and that kind of love being shown on the field. Tonight, the night the dream was born, would you be a season ticket holder? You know I would. All right. That's hey. all I want to hear. Josh, you want one more? Uh, and for, for those who fell in love with the, the USC soccer kind of experience today, how would you say, how do we follow up with you guys as, as, as L.A. supporters, L.A. fans? What, what should we look forward to? How, do we, how can we get to the games? And um, how do we support, man? Well, here's what I would do. I would go online, check out USC Women's Soccer, 
Um, our schedule is there. We also have a series that we do called Beyond the Pitch. Check it out. It follows the team very closely. Gives you an inside look at who we are and what we're about. We are more than just footballers. We're people. We've got stories. We want to share them. We want to share our, our experience with you. So hopefully you enjoyed what you saw. We play with energy. We play with passion. Um, we play with heart. And, and if you want to see some more of that, come see us. Coach, thank you so much. Appreciate thank it, you. Great Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. FCFC FC Pod, Josh Spice. We got to talk to USC coach. We got to talk to the boy Mark Anthony K. We got to have all the FCFC universe kind of come together tonight. Rafa, Slim. We had a just 100% great time tonight. Um, going forward, Slim, do you think going forward this. Uh, these nights, these midweek nights, these weekend nights when LAFC is not playing here, having a women's team here would be a enjoyable way to spend your evening? Yeah, man. I mean, like we said, we, we love this place. We call it our church, our sanctuary, our home. Um, any, any reason for us to come back here for the game we love, for the city we love, and, you know, for a whole different thing that's, that's on the way, we'll be here for it, man. All right, and to close it out, maybe I can just talk to the person who started it all, Lindsay. Yes. Quickly, we start start where we finish and finish where we start. What was it like to talk to all the USC players right now and kind of bring this message that you've been, you know, came on our co po podcast, you've been bringing it to LAFC. How did that feel? I think it just makes it feel even more real, and we just we know that. Everybody here wants this. We want an NWSL team. And these girls, they would stay in L.A. if they have a team here. And they just showed that to us tonight. The way they cheered when we just mentioned that we're with the 3252, I honestly wasn't expecting that. But that, that pumped me up so much more. They are all about this venue, and they could be here one day. And we want to have a team here for them one day. Yep. I hear that. Thank you, Lindsay. Thank you, Mark. And... Hello, yes. Any last words? Oh, no. This last words, you mean first words first about words. welcoming into... The night the dream was born. Yes, the night the dream was born. We'll, you know, uh, live long the dream. FCFC. FSA, FSA. FSA, FSA. FCFC. FSA, FSA. FSA, FSA. FSA, FSA.